I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Hey, uh, welcome back to Inside Sources. I'm your guest host, Lee Lonsberry. You have to forgive me. I think I've tracked down a demolition derby driver. I asked you to help me earlier. Text me at 57500. That's the Utah Community Credit Union text line. I've got a fixation with demolition derby, and I want to talk to a driver. I asked you to text me. I have not gotten any texts from you, so I have had to reach. I had to deep, deep, reach deep into my own Rolodex. But I think I found one. Um, so let me just send this text message. I asked, do you know anyone who competes in Demolition Derby? The reply was, several. I will write back, hook me up. Uh, do you think they would talk to me on air? KSL Radio. All right, there it is, off into the uh, ether of tech space. Uh, we're going to talk up for the next few minutes about the Utah State Fair. I'm a huge fan of fairs. I like. Uh, I can remember a few years ago when they, they wheeled a, uh, a crocodile in here. I think I paid maybe $9 to, pay, to pet the crocodile. May or may not have been uh, at some stage of taxidermy. I don't know, uh, but I petted it. Um, uh, Robin Garfield, producer extraordinaire of this program, Inside Sources, you're also a fan of the fair, correct? I I don't know if you can be a super fan or what the right adjective is about the fair, but I, born and raised, we're a fair family, full full on fair fans. Now I asked you before before we came on the air here, uh, if you went to the fair when you grew up here in Utah, and uh, and would you tell me? Yes, I. We moved here in 1989. Uh, I was I was told explicitly not to talk about my time in California, so I will keep that off. The because air. we don't need we don't need <laughs> Californians coming in here to Utah to tell us how to do our fairs. <sighs> we don't need you Californians coming in here telling us about how great your uh, what deep fried Twinkies or that's probably outlawed oh, not in right California. there. Yeah, no, that's outlawed. Organic. That's a carcinogen. Can't yeah. have that. Uh, we don't need you coming in here to. And I bet your demolition derbies have bumpers around the cars. I'm, I'm sure it was organic kale. You know, fried doesn't exist. No, no, no. So 1989 is when we moved here. I was six years old. I don't think we missed a year going to the fair until I moved out, went to college in I don't know, 2001. Uh, every year, first week of September, my dad drug us out. To my mom's horror, my dad loves to buy things at the fair. So he would come home with the steamer, you know, all the as seen on TV things. Every booth he'd go to, my dad. You've been going to fairs for a long, long time. Yes. Have you seen an uptick in that type of business? 
the uh, the the sellings of of all the the gadgets. When I was young, the... I would have never believed that someday I would be able to go to the state fair and purchase a hot tub. Or <laughs> I think it's mostly you know you go to the fair and you think why doesn't everybody have one of these? Whatever it is, if it's a a colander slash uh, fork slash uh, you know flipper pancake flipper whatever weird gadget you want to find, you can find a tent for it at the fair, and that is something I love about the fair. I love the pitches. Uh, when I was probably 14, my dad let me get a wax-dipped rose that we had sitting, cool. you know, collecting dust to my mom's horror for years and years. But all of that stuff, the fair is just frozen in time. Did you ever do the one where you dip your own hand into the wax? No, I don't think I ever had one of those. I've seen those. I, I never did that. Well, uh, we did that. We'd compete for, well, who could make the most obscene hand gestures? <laughs> We'll keep that off the air, too. Uh, the, the Utah State Fair is coming up. When does it start? Okay, so the State Fair starts this uh, Thursday. The Let me get all my stats up here. It starts September 5th. Uh, that's, is that Thursday or Friday? That's Friday. Uh-huh. Okay, got to get the days right. starts Friday, September 5th, and runs for the 15th. No, the 5th is tomorrow. It starts, is... The starts on the 5th. <laughs> okay, well, uh, we'll get our dates and our days. I know it starts on the 5th. The fair's oh, yeah. up. Oh, yeah, Friday, September 6th is the day of the... Uh, they have, I brought up all the different schedules. They have 4-H uh, Working Horse Ranch Contest on Friday. Friday they have the Extreme Dog Stunt Show on the 6th. Uh, it, Extreme Dog Stunt Show? That's all the information I have. I'm just going off their website Well, then here, we better speculate. That, Is that backflips? <laughs> I, I would assume it's leaping, backflips, uh, the dogs that can jump up and grab the treats high in the air. I um, went to, uh, I was uh, at, I was in Soldier Hollow over the weekend. I went to the Sheepdog uh, Festival where they... The sheepdog trials, rather, it's fascinating what these dogs have to do. They they corral this little group of sheep. They come down. They run through gate. They end up having to split that uh, group of sheep in half. While there, they also had the like the dog long jump competition. Yeah, off the end of the da- the dock where they run and, yeah. and jump. Yeah, this just says extreme dogs. So uh, yeah, we could figure out anything that that could fall under. Uh, that the fair is open every day from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. Uh, and on their schedule, they have, or on the website, they have a rundown every day of things you can see. Uh, the exhibits, which are my favorite, you got the agricultural building, you got all the animals, the cows, the sheep, the pigs. Uh, did you ever do? Did you ever do that kind of stuff? Did you do 4-H and did you I did, exhibit your animals? I never exhibit. I did 4-H rodeo. Uh, as a teenager, I did uh, barrels and poles, quarter horse racing. That's the real stuff, right? There, the that's. Yes, this wasn't at the fair, but yeah, so 4-H and I go way back, uh, but they do, you know, it, it's so fun because kids, 4-H, the kids get into it. We really want to get my boys into it. So the the fair, you can go see all of the younger kids, you know, displaying their rabbits. Are you going to have them raise animals? We'd love to. Uh, like livestock? Oh, that'd be great. We on a little, we're on a little tiny city lot right now, but at some point, maybe we'll be at the fair with our bunnies and our... I've always wanted to get inside the head of a poor child who enters into a 4-inch competition uh, with this beautiful, cute sheep it's raised... Uh, only to have it go off to auction and meet its. Uh, if my brothers were here, they did 4-H and they could they could have a therapy session with you about the 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 sheep and the pigs that came and went on our. We had a little farm in that state we're not talking about that I sure. <laughs> that I was they allow in. livestock there in California. They do. We could even eat but it. But it's the cloned stuff, right? They they found <laughs> one like perfect pristine example and they have cloned it since. Some, something like that. Yeah, I can't. I, this was before I was even born. But my brothers did 4-H uh, pigs and rabbits and uh, sheep, uh, but. We're going to take my kids and try to spark that interest this year at the fair and in getting them into some something other than whatever they want to do every day, which is Fortnite or StarCraft. I'm hoping to kind of ignite this this 4-H animal love that I have at the fair uh, walking through. Also, the thing I love about the fair, it is frozen in time. 
you can walk into the exhibition hall at the fair and see crocheted blankets and doilies and butter sculptures. It's 2019. Where else can you go to see this type of handicraft that isn't just drenched in tech? You know, we've got the old school. And they have fun, they have fun stuff there too, oh, yeah. right? Yeah, they've got a lot of cool exhibits, weird <laughs> stuff. Yeah, but this is more, I mean, I just love that old, you know, all the beautiful exhibits. People put so much time into the photography uh, exhibits, the, the amateur photography exhibits. It really is a place where everybody in the state Regardless of your profession or your interest, you have something to display. You know, people have a hobby; they can come bring it in. Uh, it's a it's a meeting of the the crafty the crafts in Utah. I'd say. Give, uh, give us the details again. When does it start? How long does it run? Starts September fifth, which is tomorrow. Runs through September fifteenth. The gates open at ten a.m. and close at ten p.m. Uh, and every day there's a schedule on utahstatefair.com. You can go check out what's going on. There's also bands that play every day. There's events, uh, depending on when you get there. There's the midway, the you know the rides and the right. the, the food. Uh, Sometimes I'll do some air quotes here on the word food because how dare you? No, I, that's it's that's gourmet. <laughs> no, I love the food. I'm just saying you get into the deep fried territory. There's yes. some interesting interesting yes. uh, choices there, but yes. uh, uh, but there's always something for everybody. If you want a salad, I'm sure you can find it there. But uh, gross. Okay. <laughs> Leave the California out of it. You said you're taking your kids? <laughs> Absolutely. I've got three boys. Uh, How old are they? I've got a, a nine-year-old, a seven-year-old, and a five-year-old. And we have been to the state fair before, but we moved to California. We were there for five years. So my yeah. youngest don't remember the fair when they went. Uh, so this will be the first year, I think, when they're, I guess, they would be sentient enough to take in all of the awesomeness of the fair. And I am so excited. And they their don't know first fair in a, in a free state. <laughs> yeah, not the People's Republic of California. You get it. That's right. Uh, very yeah. good. No, we're very uh, excited. Well, thank you, Robin Garfield, producer extraordinaire, uh, is, is excited about the fair. I am as well, uh, and there's a lot. I am still on the hunt for a demolition derby expert. I think I've tracked down my source, and when we go into a commercial break here, I'm gonna I'm gonna figure it all and out. And the uh, derby is on. There is a demolition derby at the fair. Yeah. They're calling it the Day of Reckoning. Well, they're very clever. September fourteenth. So we'll, we'll. I'm going to track down my source here. I'm going to try to squeeze in a conversation with a demolition derby driver. Maybe we'll have that towards the end of the program. We have a lot on, on the schedule. Uh, next up after the break, uh, we're going to speak to the the health department, the executive director of the Salt Lake County Health Department, to be specific. Gary Edwards. He recently secured a a, a rather sizable grant to help combat the opioid. Uh, challenges that are facing uh, this county of Salt Lake. That's going to be coming up uh, after the break. Stick around. Uh, lots to discuss here on KSL News Radio. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, You need to. Give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.